Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, October 30th. S&P futures are trading down about two to three points. Europe is off about 20 to 30 basis points. And Asia traded mostly in the red, although there were some pockets of green. So relatively quiet morning again as far as macro news is concerned, although there is a lot of phase one U.S.-China trade talk, uh, phase one chatter ahead of this APEC summit coming up on November 16th to 17th. So there were a few ostensibly cautious articles out in the last 24 hours, including one this morning talking about how China is, quote unquote, balking at this Trump 40 to 50 billion agricultural purchase demand. Um, you know, recall that was the number that Trump threw out during the Oval Office press conference several weeks ago. It seems that it was completely and utterly made up, probably on the spot. Um, and then there were also, you know, the, the talk yesterday about how the text of this phase one agreement may not be ready by the apex summit for Trump and she to sign. I still think you are going to get a phase one agreement. I still think it will probably happen at APEC just because I believe there is a strong desire on the part of Trump for the theatrics of an actual signing ceremony. And I think that the parameters of phase one are vague enough, including the 40 to 50 billion agricultural number, that they can be massaged by both sides um, and they won't prove to be fatal stumbling blocks. So e whether it slips a, little, a couple of days or a couple of weeks, I still think you'll get phase one most likely by November. Um, if it does slip into 2020, I think that's a much bigger deal. And I think obviously that would be um, a large downside risk. But I still think both sides are eager to have a truth Again, you're avoiding incremental tariffs. You're not necessarily rescinding existing ones. Um, and that is largely priced into the market, which is why I continue to believe at 3050, you're, you're embedding favorable outcomes on all of the mid to late November favor, uh, trade catalysts, including phase one Eurozone auto tariffs, Huawei wave, uh, the Huawei waiver decision, as well as USMCA. USMCA is the least certain of the four, but it's also the least important. Uh, so that is trade. That That's kind of the bulk of the morning uh, macro news, although we do have more clarity in the UK around Brexit, where you have elections now coming up on December 12th. Um, again, there are two pieces of Brexit legislation. There is the Brexit blueprint, and then there's the Brexit timeline. The blueprint has passed parliament. The timeline has not. Ideally, the theory is that these elections will help break, break the parliamentary logjam. It will help increase Johnson's support in parliament to pass the timeline legislation. Um, I think if you were to identify three risks, though, uh, on the calendar for 2019, the last three risks for this year would be Trump decides to meddle in international auto supply chains. And this has to do with this auto tariff decision coming up by mid-November. Phase one stalls or collapses. And this that that shifts into 2020. And then the last big risk now would be Corbyn becoming prime minister of the UK after these December 12th elections. That looks unlikely based on all the polls, but, um, you know, the polls can certainly swing around and they can also be a little bit unreliable. So those are the last three big risks on, on the horizon for this year. Um, so while it was relatively quiet on macro, there were a ton of earnings, ton of earnings out in the US last night. I will say none of them really were. Um, of, of kind of macro importance, quote unquote. Um, we are definitely into the tail end of the US earnings season. You have Apple tonight, um, and then Facebook is probably the last real big one. But then you're, 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 you're into kind of smaller companies that, that lack the macro importance of some of the earlier ones. Um, Disney is the unofficial end of earnings season. They report next week. Uh, out, of the, out of Europe, there are a lot of earnings as well. Um, I would say probably the the big area that's standing out are banks. So you had Deutsche Bank, Credit Suisse, and Santander, all three of which underwhelmed. So bank stocks are coming for sale in Europe. 
Um, you also had uh, PSA Group and Fiat Chrysler confirm that they are in merger talks. So that's helping the Eurozone auto sector to outperform. Um, those are the big standouts in Europe. On the calendar today, you have three big macro events. You have the ADP jobs report for October coming out at 8.15. Um, again, I think the jobs numbers are going to be very, very messy this month because of the GM strike. So I, I would take them with a grain of salt if they look particularly ugly. Um, I think that it's appropriate to kind of fade them. Um, GDP coming out at 8.30. This this is gets a lot of attention in the media, although I, the market is not particularly sensitive to it. Um, it's kind of an amalgamation of various numbers that are relatively dated at this point, and they don't give a particular great view of of the forward direction of growth momentum. Um, but that will receive a lot of attention at 30. And then the Fed coming up this afternoon. Again, the big Fed, uh, I, I think the big area of Fed focus is going to be not on the rates. It's widely, widely expected that they'll cut rates 25 basis points. It's more going to be on the language and the forward guidance. Um, it looks very much like the Fed is is heading into a phase where they're going to be on hold with regards to policy. It's just a question of how they communicate that. Um, so I think the statement will stay relatively unchanged. And then during the press conference at 2.30, you'll see Powell kind of issue um, a kind of a soft, quote unquote, patient bias. So the word patient is important as it signals that they're, they're going to be on hold. If you were to see patient show up in the statement at 2 o'clock, that would definitely be hawkish and that would certainly create... Um, pressure on the market. If patient is is more implied during the press conference at two thirty, I think that's that is what the expectation is, and the market should be able to take that in stride. Although I wouldn't be shocked if even an implied patient bias in the press conference creates some pressure this afternoon. Um, although I'm sure it'll be over by tomorrow. Um, so that is pretty much it as far as all the news for today. I mean, again, I still think this thirty fifty uh, level on the S and P embeds favorable outcomes on trade. I think you would have to see existing tariffs get rescinded to get above that level. I don't think that is likely at this point. So I'm still in the camp of don't chase this market. I also don't think, though, you should be aggressively necessarily shorting it either. There are still some positioning and sentiment imbalances to unwind. Uh, So that is everything for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening.